And hello, everybody. Um, Adam just fixed our headphones. and uh, Let's not talk about it. We <laughs> want to make the headphones bad. <laughs> it's a bit loud Don't look at now. it. It's a Don't bit, look at it's it. It's a bit loud now. Can we turn it down? Are you afraid oh, to? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just a little bit. Can you just turn it down? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. I can. I can. Anyway, so okay. uh, welcome, everybody, again to another episode. And we're uh, two in a row. And after we've had a little bit of a couple of week break. but We, um, we have a cranky board. Yeah. So we're going to work with it and it'll be fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Either way, it'll be fine. You won't notice. Right. <laughs> so um, ha- welcome back, everybody, to uh, Headspace Invaders, um, our 26th episode, I believe this is. Um, and uh, what are we going to talk about today? The usual stuff? Uh, probably. Okay. My guess is there will be some, uh, probably something irreverent. Right. There's probably going to be some movie talk. Right. My guess is you're going to talk about a movie that was poorly received, but yet beloved by yes. folks like you and I. Yes. And then, you know, just the normal gobbledygook yeah. mumbo jumbo that we uh, that we love to talk about. Well, um, on that topic, topic uh, so I just got back from Ireland. Right. Where I went home to see my family back there. Um, and in doing so, I, I, I saw some friends, some old friends, and one friend in particular. Um, and he... Um, Hadn't seen him for a couple of years, and of course, and you know, as as we all are, uh, some of my friends listen to this back in Ireland. Oh, okay. Um, shout out to Rama specifically, but um, uh, we, uh, you know, how we are as people, we we kind of, especially in our early life, and and to some degree later in life too. I think we we kind of be, we take pieces of our friends to, and add it to ourselves, kind of thing. Like I'm sure we've done that sure. to each other, uh, absolutely, sure, over yep. the years. Yep. And then you know, as I said, early in life too, you know, through certain big experiences. You, you probably take a piece of them and then and for someone like this friend of mine Mano David McManus um, our common theme is always music other stuff not so much sure yep, he, I can relate he's, guys yep. growing, he's, a, he's pretty much a contrarian uh, he tends to like things because other people don't like him right. or he and tends vice versa yeah he tends yep. uh, specifically because mm-hmm. he's kind of a cranky curmudgeon yep. tends to not like things that uh, other people other do. people like yep, yeah sure. just because yep. he's a contrarian so so we we were having we went out and had dinner and a couple a couple of pints and we and I ended up recording the part when I told him I was going to use it for this podcast uh, just about different things different things that we like that he hundred percent I know he doesn't like okay and uh, I haven't listened to it back since and it's All been right. a few weeks so I really can't remember what we talked about a little bits and pieces Super. but not not a lot so yep. we're gonna Adam's gonna hear for the first time we're gonna hopefully it'll be funny if it's shit I'll take it all out. Um, but uh, now I'll probably actually if it's shit I'll definitely leave it in okay. but uh, here it is this is myself and my good friend Dan McManus aka Mano um, talking in uh, a place called the Porterhouse where we just eating dinner alright so uh, I'm here in uh, Dublin yep, here in Dublin and um, I'm with uh, one of my oldest friends known him for shit 30 odd years long time uh, his name is David McManus. Uh, I always call him Mano. I've taken to call him David now uh, in our older years because we're not kids anymore. You I'm know? more refined years. <laughs> but I, I have some questions for him. So, uh, Mano, did you watch Avengers Endgame? Um, no. Why not? Because I'd fucking hate it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. He's always to be honest. Man. No, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, the new Star Wars film, uh, Rise of Skywalker, is coming out in December. Yeah. Are you going to be there at the front of the line? No, I will not. I won't even be at the back of the line. However, <laughs> I am one of those people who are cheapskates and prefer it to come out on yes. DVD, oh, and I yes. can maybe buy them in the you know the 
this, the Paul shops and so on for a pound and all that stuff. Yeah, have you seen the other films? I have seen some of them. I don't know which ones I've seen. Okay, let's... Because I'm not a big gonna, fan, but I did like what I saw. Okay, good. Well, let's... I'm going to throw some names and you tell me if you've seen it or not, right? Okay. Original Star Wars, A New Hope. Oh, yes. Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Return of the Jedi? I've seen all those six. You've seen the, the other six, too? Yeah, I've the seen other the other three. three. You like those? I don't know. I, I think the last one I liked. I don't. You know Revenge the one of the where um, your man uh, Anakin is a kid and he's doing all that racing stuff. Yeah. I thought that was a bit gay or something. It I was shit. Mad it was very shit. But you know, I, I enjoyed them overall, and I actually watched the first. Well, I call them the first three. They are the first three. You know, really? you know the, the, the original three. Right. I watched them actually all in a row when I sort of binge watched them. And even though I thought they were very dated, I, I did enjoy them. Yeah, they're and, great. Uh, that bit at the end, you know, where they changed on the ghost sort of scene. Yeah. Where the camera went down stupid for Did you like things. that? I think I did. Oh, that's good. But I still sort of... It's not a very popular opinion, but I, I mean, yeah. we'll go with that. But when have I ever had popular opinions? No, never. You know, uh, so what about... So out of, the, out of the two new ones, um, Force Awakens came out a couple of years ago. You see that one? I, I tell you what I'll do, right? The I, uh, one with Ray in it, um, where Han Solo dies. Spoiler alert. Did he die? Oh, he man, did he die. fucking ruined another life. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I, did. I didn't know Han Solo died. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> it, he does die, though. <laughs> I won't tell you who kills him. I don't <laughs> ruin it like you that. You might be able to figure it out. <laughs> you're watching so if you haven't seen that one you probably haven't seen The Last Jedi either I, I saw one of them because one of them was on if anyone knows the one that was on um, so what happened in the one that Christmas. was on I don't know it was a bunch of fuckers going out right so what yeah, a little more specific I might be able to help you out um, there was some nice art in it with one of them light things there but were they in red or was there a red lightsaber um, Kylo Ren does that ring a bell no um, was it was it Rogue One Rogue One, okay. Well, that's that that's an offshoot, yes. That's an offshoot. That's not actually the actual Star Wars story, per se. That could have it's, been it, yeah. Yes, and that is... What do you think of that film? I, if that's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, I, that is, I enjoyed it. It's very good. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Now, I have to admit, like that sort of stuff I wouldn't would be my bag, you know? Right. I wouldn't okay. be mad into it. But um, I did enjoy it. Don't ask me to like no. remember any of it. Like, it's not exactly... No, it's fields and horses or something, but no. You know. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, that, that is actually, I think, yeah. That's what I saw. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you know what my favourite film of all time is? No, but I'm sure it's crap. <laughs> and uh, we'll end it there. <laughs> right. Did he come round to your... I mean, did, obviously you stopped it just there, but did he do some guessing? Did he ever get to your favourite film? We did, because I told him. But, uh, all right. My accent's probably a lot heavier and, there, And too, did he you know, stick with his theory that it was shit? No, he likes that film okay. a lot, actually. All right. yeah. uh, but again, that's perfectly I, encapsulated him. I think it's funny be, because it's like talking to a 90-year-old man, oh, and he's actually younger than sure. me. Yeah. And, and he's an artist. The guy is a brilliant guitar player, right. bass player. He's a photographer. I mean, and by trade, was a photographer for a long time. Right. So it's not like he's just a fucking dope on the street. He's no, not at all. No, 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 he no, no, doesn't, no, no. He doesn't I, like certain things. I didn't, so. you know what's funny, just from that clip, I didn't take that he was contrarian. I just, you could, I could tell that like, oh, that's just not his wheelhouse. I mean, right. the there maybe was some willful, willful ignorance of just 
like Star Wars is just so ingrained in like our pop culture. Like everyone, and I think it was just how much of that was like, oh yeah, I just don't know, or just like stubborn. Like I just no, I, I just don't know. I, I know I've no, seen it, I've heard it, I've, it, it it's everywhere. It's stubborn. I don't just know. Like, I don't care to know. I don't care Fuck to know. That. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's kind of yeah. That's his mo, and he's holds his hand but, up and says, "You know, that, you so. could see like when you said that Han Solo had died, there was a genuine like, what? He died? That's oh man, you know, <laughs> right. and beyond just a little. Oh, you fucker, you spoiled it. Right. Um, yeah, it's I, and it's funny is I don't I know a handful of people that are like I don't really care about Star Wars. And I'm like that's that's fine, right. you know, but I haven't had a chance to kind of get down and dig into their, you know, like, right? Because if yeah. they after we sat down and watched them, they probably would like them. They're just good films. Yeah. So. The, I think oh, the end game is yeah. I probably wouldn't like it. Right. Oh, okay. Right. right. I think the interesting thing is though, uh, how do you? Because I navigated those wars when I was younger, you know, liking all that stuff, and then still being hanging out with you know, yeah, man and other guys who are very music oriented. Because it was a big part of my life too, growing up. So big part of who I am today as well. Still. So, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, even though, and I used to get a hard time about it, you know, but that was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. like that hard time, but um. I think it's funny that, you know, you just kind of, and then you you just, you know, I've always kept all that stuff with me and grown up and continue to like that stuff. And it is just continually part of who I am. And uh, I, I just think that's kind of funny, like to have like a snapshot. Who, he's one of my dearest friends. I love him like a brother. He's a fucking brilliant person. Uh, and But we are way off on certain <laughs> things and it's all right. That's okay. You know? Yeah, no, that's fine. And to be able to get along, you know, right. that, that actually says a lot because right. there's so many people are just like, well, I don't like that. So I guess I don't like you. Right. Or it's or I don't like that, so that must be crap. That's I, I can't stand that mentality. Right. Or you know what it is is especially on social media when people say it's it's crap. You know, like this is shit or whatever. Right. And but they won't own it as their own opinion. They won't add the I think this is shit or I think this is crap or I think that is awful or I think this is the wrong thing to do. Because I think if you forced people to apply ownership to it, then right. fewer and fewer people would own their shit. You know what I mean? Like you right. wouldn't bandy opinions about because you can kind of like leave it out there. Like right. if this is crap, you're just assuming or you're putting it out there that more than one person thinks that it's shitty Yeah. rather than saying, I think this is crap. Right. It's easier and that it's, way. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a lot harder to just add some ownership to it. Yeah. So, which is what the internet's built for to like lo- to hide behind. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, from that's Brooklyn, awesome, man. Ireland. That's really, it sounds like you guys are in a raucous place too. So, yeah, it was a good, it was good fun, and yeah. uh, it a good laugh, and uh, you know as I always do when I see him, so uh, it's always good fun catching up. But um, yeah, he's an old punk rocker. That's what he would probably explain himself as to be. So um, oh. that's Mano. It's yeah, my buddy Mano. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mano, you probably never listen to this, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, right. All right, you would know by that sound. That we're going right into Pod Corner. <laughs> um, as you, that sound that you all recognize. That everybody just heard. That I put in that one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put in again. Was it the uh, old-timey radio? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah, it's good. Do you want me to play it now to get it? No. It's in the middle. No, I'm going to post that in. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, Pod Corner. Um, Adam, do you have one or should I start because you have one and I have two? No, no, no. You start. I Honestly, I was just going to say um, I see that. Neil deGrasse Tyson is in town soon or has really? was just in town. Yeah. Did not know uh, at the Midland. And uh, it was a real bummer because I didn't know about it until it was like tickets had already come and gone, um, which sucks because um, I'm a big fan of Star Talk. I don't know if we've ever talked about that, but uh, I like that podcast a lot. And that is something that I listen to p- 
pretty much week after week. Yeah. But it's kind of in fitting with the last time when I recommended uh, Daniel and Jorge. Right. I just like these conversations about these big pictures and I can kind of, yeah. you know, listen to them for about 30 minutes or so. And then that's when my brain is just like, I can't, const- you know, I can't hold on to this anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that show. I like that format and I like all the guests that he has on there. And they've been doing it for a billion years. So that's yeah, cool. You're probably familiar. If you're listening right. to this, you're probably familiar with Star Talk. Yeah. Um, but that was the only one I wanted to talk about, only because Neil deGrasse Tyson was a fucking town, and I can't believe yeah. I missed it. I didn't. He make shot my radar. himself in the foot there recently, though, didn't he? Uh, what did he do? He said something stupid. Well, I think he always is kind of, you know, he, I don't think he pulls any punches. Like, you know, the thing is, it he was is, about shootings, and then he kind of adjusted it to something else, yeah, on a grander scale, which I get, but maybe a little bit like tone deaf. Read the, the room, yeah. Um, but anyway, he's still inter- he's still great. Um, uh, no, so, what do you have for me? I have um, two. Uh, I'd like to recommend. All right. Um, people check out okay. because they're fucking great I like them all. awesome first one is the Frank Skinner show which is um, uh, on Napsit Radio uh, which is a British uh, radio fleet of stations and Frank Skinner is this comedian um, he's joined by Emily Dean and Alan Cochran also stand-up comedian and an author Emily Dean and uh, Frank is a guy who has done quite a lot of stuff um, from television um, presenting to he used to he was part of a comedy duo called uh, like Skinner and Badil like David Badil um, is an English comedian as well and him did a lot of stuff together because they were roommates and then they ended up having a show about being roommates almost like yeah. um, and it was a fantasy football show it was based around uh, fantasy football as in soccer uh, and they would have um, you know sit on a, on a couch and they'd have people come in and they, they had special guests who had fancy teams and they would talk to them and take the piss out of them and then they'd have a raucous crowd in the in the in the um in the as a as the audience and then um they ended up recording a song with the lightning seeds that became like the England national football team's <laughs> th- song called okay. Three Lines. Yeah. And every fucking time the World Cup or the European Championships roll around, that song goes back to number one. They sure. made so much money off that song. Oh, yeah. And it's a great song. It's good right. fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but Frank does this Saturday morning show and it's really, because ca- he's in 60 now, which is crazy. But he, he it's very, um, it's very kind of easy listening, but slightly edgy. Right. Uh, humor. He's just the quickest wit. I mean, going. He's very, very funny. It's just usually about an hour long. So it's, it's basically they take all the best bits from his actual radio show when oh, I see. music sure. yeah. and they kind of pull it all together and it's great and it's just it's fun I usually listen to it on a Saturday morning like when I'm on the lawns pair for that kind of stuff okay. to have in the background so I recommend the Frank Skinner Frank show Frank Skinner show yeah, right. second and one I recommend is uh, The Thing About Pam which actually a good friend of mine um, ours uh, Sarah Carlew uh, just recommended uh, this one to me and it's um, specifically because it's got you know Keith Morrison is from Dateline, the older oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. White yeah. wave here. Yeah. He's my favorite one on Dateline. Okay. Now, when you get to a certain age in life, I think Friday nights tend to be about Dateline more so than going out and getting smashed off your face. Okay. Um, at least for me. Sure. So I like to watch Dateline. Okay. <laughs> nights, a little bit of, you know, murder. Yeah. Um, uh, real life murder magazine. Sure. And Keith Morrison's my favorite one. I just like the way he delivers it. It's a soft tone. Um, it's great. Um, but he has a podcast, or it's connected to Dateline, called Out Right Now, called The Thing About Pam. Thing About Pam. Seven episodes, half an hour each, half an hour, 35 minutes. 
and uh, it's one story, one big dateline, basically. Sure, okay, yeah. And it's fucking great. Just investigative journalism about one story. Yes. Yeah. And and we, I'm is. assuming at some point we learned the thing about Pam. We learned a lot about fucking Pam. Okay. Jesus. All right. It's fucking great. I heartily recommend that one. I just finished re- listening to the last episode this morning. So the thing okay. about Pam, about Pam. Keith Morrison slash Dateline, and then the Frank Skinner show. How long are the the thing about Pam? What? How long are the episodes? About half an hour. Half hour. Minutes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It's right. great little listen. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my little pod corner for the week slash month, whatever. Cool. What? Hey, did I just see? Are they making a TV show about the? Um, uh, we were talking about it the last last couple of podcasts ago. We both watched it. The Doctor Death. Is that a show? Is it going to be a show or is it a show? Or do you know anything about um, it? Um, not. Doctor Death. That wasn't one. It was the other oh. one. The um, the one with the guy. And it did. They made like a kind of an AMC Lifetime movie. It has come it. and gone. Um, not Doctor Death though. It was the other one. Um, with the guy who um, who pretended to be a doctor, oh, anesthesiologist. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He got stabbed to death by the door. Right. Yeah, that's a bit come that's, and gone. Okay. Uh, Eric Banya was the main character in that. Hmm. Looked like a bag of shit, so yeah. I, I skipped it. Okay. Um, Doctor right, Death. So. Ooh, I don't know. That would be hard to watch. It was hard to listen to. God, that was cr- gross. All right. So TV shows. What are you watching? If we just go right into TV, what's the? Um. Well, I I just a couple of note things. I think BBC is making the watch. Uh, for any Terry Pratchett fans out there, the watch is oh. you know one of his favorite uh, in and out ongoing groups and characters. Um. So that they're making it currently. Um, I don't know when we're going to see it, but it's actually currently being made. So I'm very excited to check that out because they've done other things in the past. They did Going Postal. Yep. They did um, Hogfather. Yep. Which are both great. So I'm excited to check out The Watch when it comes out. Color um, Magic, I think, was the Color first Magic one they did, they did with too, Sean yeah. Astin. And yeah, then and, yeah. The Hogfather came next. And David Jason, and yeah. Plus, yeah. So um, uh, let's see what they do with that. Um, uh, I'm halfway through The Terror Season 2. Do you remember? Uh, you watched yo, the first yeah, season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the first season. Loved it. All right, and it's all backed up. Like I'm going to watch it. It's on my list of things to watch. Yeah. So, um, what do you what do you have early reports? It's not as good. Nah, now I, I don't see think that. You're, yeah. you're not going to get the the quality of actor isn't there. I don't think. It's I think it's um, POW camp. Yeah, Japanese internment camp. Right. And um, uh, it's just not got that underlying creepiness oh. that the terror had. Very sure. understated creepiness. I thought a ho- a horrific. Yes. Understated. Yep. So. It doesn't have that. Like you, when watching that first one, and again, it kind of plays into my whole idea of like horror in Arctic just works better for me for whatever oh, reason. Oh yeah. Well, so <laughs> as we all know, you know, and the Windigo and yeah. all that. You know, it was just it just was. I you just said think you're halfway through though, right? Better overfill. Yeah, I'm halfway through. Okay. It. It's a bit mm-hmm. fucking crazy now, but I'm, will I'm you? you gonna? Are you going to finish it? Out? We'll oh, see it through. I'll finish okay. it. Yeah, I did start watching the. Uh, New uh, American Horror Story. Yep. the first episode yeah. of that. I saw the first two. I, I can't get the grips with it because it seemed like in the first episode, it was just like, it's like they're remaking all those old All the slasher, teen slasher, sleepaway camp. Yeah. 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 Is that it? Yeah. I, that's kind of, I don't know. I've, I've seen the first two and that's definitely the feel. I, I, it's super fun. I, I Fun is not a word I would normally apply to that show because the show right. is so eerie and kind of creepy and unsettling. Right. Um, but this season is a lot of fun. I mean, it's been, you know, uh, super tongue in cheek. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's and you just kind of like have, playing off the Stranger Things. They're vibe, leaving the a, a lot of uh, loose strings uh, in the story. I think the acting has been terrific. In that, like, if yeah, the whole thing they're going for is cheese. Yeah, then they're doing that cheese factor very, very well. But don't you um, think I was because you kind of touched on it there a bit. You know that that's usually really unsettling and great and awesome. 
and I just keep expecting to take a really serious turn, and it hasn't taken I, the turn. I, and I've been watching, so yeah. it's not going to take the turn. I don't know. I don't saying? think. It, well, no, because the, yeah, because if, if that's what they're doing, if they're parodying all of those eighty slasher films, none of those were really ever. Well, I guess that's not true, but um, that's the kind of the feeling that I'm getting. That they're telling the story, and the story has a beginning. It's going to have an end, and we're just going to cut each episode. Will probably be an homage to an 80s film. That, Is that hard to do for 13 episodes or whatever, though? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm having a good time watching it, um, but no, it does. It, it is something, there is something lost. Like, it doesn't feel like American Horror Story to me. Right. Like, it doesn't feel like the, you know, um, that kind of, that eerie, just, like I said, just kind of like creepy, unsettling, yeah. like macabre. I don't know. It doesn't have any of that. Is a complete departure, and the cast is wildly different too. I haven't really seen like I'm trying to has anybody really made a return from previous seasons? Yeah, uh, I, I, not well, yet. I'm not into that yet, that yeah. far into it yet, because that's kind of a thing that they do. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, well, more to come on that one, I guess. And then I finished Legion. Did mm. have, have you finished it? I have not finished it. Well, I'm not going to give away what happens in the end, obviously. Okay. But I will then definitely say this is the last time I'll talk about Legion because I know I've talked about it multiple times. It's fucking great. It was so good. Glad it's over. I think nice to not draw these shows out. Nice to have an actual ending. And I think it's, if you're a Marvel fan, definitely if an X-Men fan, you definitely, definitely have to watch this. It's really fucking incredible television, storytelling. And and I had the, the, some notes here. There's some, there's some, there's some time eater villains that come into it in the third season. Would have been a great Doctor Who villain. Oh, Everybody okay. drink. I mentioned Doctor Who. Huh. Um, I think that... Um, the whole season or the whole show seems to be about rejection, really. Um, and then and, and my one note, I'm going to read my one note here. Even though the series is a kaleidoscopic view of David's relationship with his father and himself, the whole series was leading up to specific specific song um, by, by Pink Floyd that, for me, left me wondering why they haven't done a stage musical of Pink Floyd's The Wall yet. Oh. Why hasn't that been done? Now, I know Roger Waters, he, he does his touring show. Essentially, he's just doing the wall yeah you know from the imagery and the stuff yeah. that he brings with him but i think a stage production I, of that i've seen needs one to be as you have i saw it locally probably 10 years ago at that theater just across the street from where we're sitting right now um trying to think of the guy the, the name of the guy who put it on um but I, a co-worker of mine was in it and so we went to see it and it was small but it was great yeah i think that it, just lends it, to you're it right 100 correct the music's yeah. there you could turn it into a musical yep. it'd be fucking cool it you was, know i mean why not wonderful. why haven't they done that yet yep They've done it with a lot of other shows that probably didn't deserve it, but um, yeah, someone out there, Adam, let's get our writing quills out <laughs> and let's write the fucking next Broadway smash uh, on based on I think the yeah. music. Yeah. Of that, what I the saw was you know it was a local theater that did it, but it was very well produced and very well done, and the music was terrific. And yeah, you're right, you're right, one hundred percent. All right, yeah, that's uh, all I have for TV. I haven't watched any anything new that's noteworthy that I'd want to talk about, but I did for whatever reason. Um, looking for some background shows, right? Just something I could put on the background and yeah. do whatever. Uh, so I started Community. Did you ever watch Community? Yeah, brilliant. It. I don't know. For some reason, it sli- always slipped my radar. They're supposed to make a movie, you know? Yeah, it's like it was, six seasons in a movie. That yeah, was their whole... They then they and it's it. uh, our good friend uh, from uh, Rick and Morty. Um, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon, yeah. And the Russo brothers. Yeah. Un- it's un real like i yeah. i'm having such a good time with this rewatch you never of watched it before i never I, ne- I mean 
No, I'm, I'll just say, no, I didn't. Yeah. I saw bits and pieces. It was always around and I was aware of it and I was aware of the archetypes that each person in the show uh, played. And I remember there was some controversy about Chevy Chase being rather difficult to, to work and with. And then he got fired. And then he got, yeah, and they got fired. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was always on my radar, but just never in front of me. Um, and I think maybe it just was, it wasn't streaming for a long time or something. Yeah. So it just, it got kind of got relegated to the back of my mind. Um, but then it was brought up by someone, I think it's 10 year anniversary or something of a, an event that happened on the show. And so I went back and started over it. Starburns. That show is amazing. Alison Brie, is, Joel McKay. It's great. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it's shocking to me. Like the whole Doctor Who parody, the uh, Inspector Space Time, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it's, I, yeah. yeah, it's unreal. And just the, to watch the, like the evolution of the, the Russos, you know, you, I, it's worth, I don't know. I, and surely somewhere there's out there. Uh, there's a podcast where they like talk about each episode oh, and like yeah, like behind the scenes because I would love to learn about what's going on because that show is so fucking manic. Did Every you just make episode. our next podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's called the Communiverse. The Communiverse. Where yeah. Alan and or Adam and oh, let's change our names. Alan and Damien. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be into that, man. I would because every episode there is just so much happening in the background that uh, where I I was going to use that show in the background. And kept getting sucked in and trying to pay attention to all the little nuances. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, um, whoever's listening to this now, uh, stop, stop driving your car or whatever you're doing, eating your breakfast. Right. And uh, tweet at us if you want us to do a community podcast called Communiverse. Oh, okay. Because if you do, and enough of you, tens of people want us to do it, maybe we'll do it. And you know, I've talked to, since I've started rewatching it, which was a couple of weeks ago, by the way, I mean, um, I've talked to enough people because then I become that insufferable fool. Like, have you ever watched Community? And everybody's like, "Of course, I love that show. I can quote it." You know, uh, so there's enough people that I've talked to that are and are no, quite knowledgeable about it. That I think if we did that, we could have like guests on that have something knowledgeable to speak about about what's happening in each episode. Uh, it's amazing. That show is. I and again, I know I'm super late to the game, and I can't believe like every time I watch an episode, I cannot believe it's the first time that that's gone through my eyes and ears. It's unreal. Yeah, I'm shocked too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't do all things all the time. So um, here we are uh, doing our little, we, this, is a, this is a short, quick episode. I mean, short, well, not necessarily short, but shorter than some we've done before. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do our usual uh, bookend of movies that I love that are shit. And uh, today I have one that I uh, recently rewatched again for the first time in quite a while. And this is one of those films too that did make money and... Um, Critically panned, sure, kind of fits um, the theme. It does, but yep. it, it did make some money. Um, oh, it did. Uh, make it, some did it did. Okay. It did make some money. All right. And uh, I, I'll tell you this: when I rewatched it just this last weekend, didn't quite like it as much as I did before. Oh, yeah. Twist. Yeah. Okay. So, still love the idea of it. All right. And what he it's become in, in pop culture, but it's not a great fucking movie. Okay. So, um, from 1990. Um, All right. I will. I'll talk and I'll give it away. For Sam Raimi's first really big budget or big studio film. Um, it was uh, it grossed $49 million at the box office. Sure. Um, it um, Universal was the studio who produced it. Music was by uh, Danny Elfman starring Lee Meeson and Francis McDormand. Sam Raimi, mm -hmm. any, any guess here? People are screaming at their 
tiny listening devices now going come on adam for christ's sake you got fucking red sonya from the fucking oh, music I know, I know that was he's basically told you what the whole story is you can't fucking get it yeah i got nothing right nothing? now i have like a complete mind blink because i've got like there's a lodge happening in right. my head right now yeah it is dark man oh Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. That's, I didn't know that was, honestly, I didn't know that was Raimi. Yeah. Uh, and the Liam Neeson, I was like, well, the only 90 movie I can think of from, from yeah, it would be Dark Man. Was there a bunch of sequels to that, weren't there not? Was there at least yeah, one? Two sequels. Two sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which get really shit film. I remember like this film. I have, I, I don't think I've watched uh, it since try the it early again. 90s. Try it again. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Okay. Yeah. It was just kind of boring and weird. And, and, I think I I liked the way it. I still like the way it was shot. I liked the kind of feel of it more when I was first saw. I guess but this is one of the films that we used to watch with mates. Like we watched multiple yeah. times if we were fucking bored out of our heads and sitting yeah. in someone's house. Like let's watch a film. Uh, let's watch Dark Matter again. Like yeah. this would get pulled out. So I probably had seen it about five or six times before this. Sure. But again, it's probably it's since the nineties. Yeah. So it's been quite a long time. And did not enjoy it as much, you know, to the point where I got very distracted while I was watching it a few times. I was right. Like, ah, yeah. I know it's coming. But anyway, Dark Man, it's still a great film. Boring. See, that's funny. Yes, I remember it being somewhat action yeah, heavy. But right? silly. It's very silly. Yeah. Um. So Raimi wanted to make Batman okay. or, or The Shadow. Sure. Um. And couldn't get the rights. So he basically invented his own hero. And right. that's where Dark Man came from. Yep. He wrote it. Him and his brother... Um, music is by Danny Elfman and if you listen to the music I mean it fucking screams Danny, Danny Elfman, Elfman yeah. too much almost okay. I think that was maybe one of the problems with it it sounds like a retread of Batman and Dick Tracy yeah. kind of combined yeah. which yeah. he did well that's kind of what the movie is isn't it I mean, kind I mean of, a little bit but he, he the he, film Dick Tracy not the yeah, yeah. The, 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 both those movies he did one year previous and one year prior so or one year post so it's like he did the same soundtrack just jumbled up a little right. bit right yeah um, so as I said, $49 million is what it made on a $16 million budget. So a huge win for the studio and for Sam Raimi, yep. you know, who was coming off of Evil Dead and stuff. Um, I came to make this. So it did spawn two sequels, which were Return of Durant. If you remember, he was the kind of evil here, evil guy in the first one, yeah. um, played by, I can't remember his name. Um, but uh, he was actually quite good. Um, did, did Liam Neeson come back and reprise his role? No, oh, Okay, didn't. that's what, yeah. And yeah. Um, and then I would say one of the best names for a, a sequel ever, Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. <laughs> that, that, that sounds great. Die, Darkman, Die. Um, Liam Neeson did not come back. Right. And these films went straight to video, which is an interesting thing because they were made to come straight to video, Yeah. which that's not really a thing anymore. Um, really, I mean. Uh, no, I mean, now you just have like, Streaming services streaming making service money that are making movies and they don't yeah. release them. So yeah. both these films, a little bit lower budget, you know, basically just trying to make money off the first one. Right. Um, how they kind of just looked over it. Sure. And um, and and they released these straight to video. So, um, it, but it spawned video games, uh, action figures, so comic the, books. Give give them the plot. If 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 um, someone has has, well, has never and now will never see uh, Dark Man. Well, okay, so it's uh, it's pre action dad uh, Liam Neeson. So Liam Neeson, of course, has become action dad, right? And kind of pre Jedi, and racist as well. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's a pre-action dad, pre-racist commenting Liam Neeson. Um, uh, he's a scientist who's trying to treat people with skin diseases or injuries, right. and he's trying to create this kind of synthetic skin. Sure. Um, so his uh, girlfriend, who is inv- involved with this shady pro- property developer, um, and is an attorney. Yep. Um, 
he gets kind of mixed up in that. They kind of come to his place looking for a specific memo, and then they find him. This guy Durant, who's this hired heavy for this the Uber boss, who you don't find out till the end is the his girlfriend's boss. Right. Um, Spoilers. They, <laughs> it's from 1990. <laughs> no, you haven't kidding. fucking seen yeah. it. Yeah. And they, you know, they fuck Liam Neeson up. They kill his assistant, and they stick in he- his head in some weird chemicals. He gets electrocuted at the same time, and they blow him up. And then bingo, he's Dark Man. Yep. So if you ever want to become a hero, electrocute yourself, stick Tr- your head in some stra- strange chemicals, yep. and then blow yourself up. Yep. And uh, you'll ha- you will now have burns over 95 percent of your body. Right. But you will also have, um, well, you will also gain super strength. Now the reason why. Uh, he got super strength because he ends up in this really fucked up hospital um, where they where they sever the nerve endings um, um, in t- in his, to, his, to his brain, to his cerebral cortex. So that way he doesn't feel the pain of his burns anymore. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But because of that, he now feels no pain. Sure. And also, uh, the adrenaline gland runs rampant through his body and has no check. So he basically has constant adrenaline whenever he gets upset. Um, so... Uh, he has augmented strength because of it, and uh, and and he's also now prone to massive mood swings and violent tendencies. Sure. So, okay. All right. I mean, let's think about yeah. the the le- the level of care here. So he comes in, he's burnt. So tell you what, sever the nerve endings of his brain, let his adrenaline run rampant, and then we'll create this kind of super monster guy who also has super violent mood swings because of what we've done to him. Yep. It's all good, right? Yeah. Two thumbs up. Um, Jenny Agutter was actually the doctor who performed this. Uh, 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 experimental uh, procedure on him, right? So, but um, the one thing the violence they did, or the way Raimi portrayed it, was kind of cool. Like he did a lot of these, like shoot through his eye stuff, to see the synapses of his brain firing, yeah. um, to kind of display his emotional state. And it's really like early Sam Raimi Hallmark stuff, you know, like the running through the the, the trees with the Evil Dead yep. monster. But it was really great. That was kind of fun stuff, like super quick cuts, kind of jumpy kind of movement so um i did really enjoy that part of it um but uh but anyway it's it's a modern day phantom of the opera essentially is what this movie is sure so yeah. i'm not going to tell you what happens in the end or anything that's where i'll leave the plot part <laughs> off um as i said before um there's lots of um uh, with Raimi, there's lots of upper lightning and yeah. face close-ups when yep. the, with the for the bad guys and the choppy quickening uh, of the action fight scenes yep and there's a guy with a machine gun for a leg in it too <laughs> okay of course there is yeah, yeah. um but um some interesting facts about it. Bruce Campbell was supposed to star in it, of course, being Sam sure. Raimi's yep. muse, yep. his um, his uh, Rob De Niro to his Martin Scorsese, uh, but the studio didn't fancy that. Um, but he did have a cameo in it, which I won't spoil if you haven't seen the film. Okay. Um, but interesting to think what that would have been like with Bruce Campbell. I mean, honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it probably would have been a little bit better because Bruce Campbell is just better comedically yeah i mean if we if you oh, watch yeah. that if you watch that show um um uh that we just watched the ricky gervais produced show with uh oh yeah uh, warwick davis um um life's too short yep where there's a bit where Liam Neeson comes in to and they're trying meeting, to like, he's he's like get advice on comedy yeah, yeah that's I want to do some funny roles brilliant you should ch- youtube check check that out on youtube just type in life's too short Liam Neeson fucking hilarious it is moment, a fucking riot I will yeah. say that Bruce Campbell probably has more comedy chops more physical comedic chops than yep. Liam Neeson does sure. I think he probably would have done a better job but um, there is lots of dark humour in this movie really really Sam Raimi like um, there's a, they only buried an ear he sets his hand on fire and starts crying about it uh, the part where he wants to win a pink elephant is car- at the carnival's girlfriend and he utters oh, the immortal line just give me the fucking elephant so there's lots of kind of really super ridiculous shit in there which was good still good sure um, so um, 
how how he becomes the dark man is he has this augmented strength, but then he also used the synthetic skin to kind of um, uh, to infiltrate the mobsters, and it, that puts a kind of a timer on it, which is a good little plot part for ninety nine minutes. They only last for ninety nine minutes, but yeah. anyway, I, I'm not going to give um, give away what happens in the end. But they did write twelve scrap drafts of the script. I don't know if that's such a good sign. Maybe that's why it turns out yeah. to be a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Um, it turned out not to be the film Raimi wanted to be. He wasn't too happy, but he didn't have Go Final Cut back in those days. Right. Um, and some the studio didn't like some of the mad stuff that they left out. So I want to see the director's cut. Now, I'm probably yeah. it's not available Let's at this see point. see the mad stuff. But I want to see, because Sam Raimi's a fucking genius. Yeah. I mean, he's a really good filmmaker. Um, and um, um, I'm a big fan of his. So I would love to have seen some of that mad crap that he, because it was mad enough as it was. Yeah. Let's see the rest of the mad stuff. Um, I think that this film, for me, for my money, after watching it again, it, it screams comic book. And, and another sure. reason why I should yeah. have liked it, yeah. but it is really a very comic book feel from the way it's shot. It's perfectly toned in that way, and the critics were positive about it. But, but it's it's shot certain ways, like like beautifully. It's almost like a freeze frame of a comic book. So he did a great job, and then you know he went on there to do Spider Man's and stuff. But so he got his superhero film, yeah, with how he wanted. Yeah, to do but it. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, overall it's off kilter, maybe because the script rewrites. Um, the music was off. It should sure. have been toned down quite a bit. Uh, the makeup was outstanding, though, uh, done by a guy called Tony Gardner, who did, who's done Zombieland, The Blob, Army of Darkness, and 127 Hours. Perfect. Um, um, and that's kind of it. That's my synopsis of, the, of not The Dark Man, just Dark Man. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I mean, don't expect, expect, expect all of this. I mean, it's in this category for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Um, but um, it is, you know, it's definitely worth seeing if you have Yeah, if you want to see early Liam Neeson action star. Yeah, kind which of, he kind yeah. of grew into being. Yep. That's all he is now. That's what we know him as. All right, so um, that's kind of our show for the today, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was a quick um, one. Yeah. But we do have some things, that, so stick around. Um, stay tuned. Uh, our next podcast, we've, uh, we've already got things kind of lined up. We have a few things we want to talk about. There's some big movies that we have been... Um, n- not so much uh, in agreement about I think probably uh, not. originally before we saw the movie so after we see them or after we've seen them we're going to have a conversation and see if we still meet eye to eye or for uh, against each other Joker uh, the Joker and, and Ad Astra specifically uh, Davey saw the it so I'm going to try and see that between now and then too so we can talk, talk about that uh, I was part of a little short film that uh, we wrapped production a couple He's weeks ago so um, so yeah, we'll talk about that process and how fun it was and how interesting it was to see things on that, you know, behind the scenes as it's happening. Yeah. Uh, pretty wild. And yeah. Star Wars is coming out in December. December 20. It's going to be great. It's my birthday. Just saying. And then we're also going to introduce it. We will be presenting that movie at, um, at Screenland Armor. Adam was uh, kind enough to invite us to come and chat about it before right. the, the first film. And first we will viewing, be, con- so. we'll continue to talk about that as we'll we get probably closer, just closer. be crying the entire time. Yeah. So, so thanks as always for listening. Follow us at H Space Invaders on Twitter, at H Space Invaders on Instagram. Um, and yeah, for the few of you out there that might be interested, let us know if you'd want to for us to do a common, uh, community play by play. Communiverse. Um, thanks a lot, Wallace. Yeah, thanks, Wallace. And as always, good luck.